Hey friends, Kylie here, your host of Dream On with Kylie O'Miller, back for another episode with someone that I met through this virtual world we live in, a stud in the college game as we speak, and one of our incredible KO17 interns. Thank you as always for tuning in. These episodes are recorded from a live Zoom webinar that I hold through the KO17 Lacrosse app and are constructed into this Dream On podcast that you have found here. I hope you are gaining some insight from these episodes from some of the people that I have met throughout my lacrosse journey that have imposed so much of their wisdom on me. If you're loving our episodes so far, show us some love in the reviews and rate us five stars. Also, be sure to S-U-B-S-C-R-I-B-E. It would mean the world to us. All right, we've got another special guest this week, and I'm pumped to get right into it. Lainey Donaldson comes to the Dream On podcast as our second guest of 2022 and she most definitely does not disappoint. This was her first ever podcast, and she absolutely crushed it. Lainey is an intern for us at KO17 Lacrosse. She works in creative development and marketing. When she's not adding her unique sense of creativity to our projects and goals for our brand, she is also a full-time student athlete playing lacrosse at John Carroll University in Ohio. Over the course of this episode, we talk about everything from why she fell in love with the sport of lacrosse, her goals for her and her teammates at John Carroll this upcoming spring, and her aspirations for her life during and after college to so much more. If you can take anything from this episode from Lainey, I hope that you can take a smile because she most definitely is someone who spreads at least 10 of them with me every time I hop on a virtual meeting with her. She's just that kind of person. Enjoy, my friends. All right, everyone, welcome back to another Dream On episode. I'm Kylie O'Miller. Today we have another one of our KO17 Lacrosse interns. I'm really excited about this one. Uh, Lainey Donaldson is here. She is a junior on the women's lacrosse team at John Carroll University. She's majoring in sports studies with a minor in business and leadership development. So some of the you know stuff we really like to talk about here. Um, and she's from Mount, is it Lebanon, Pennsylvania? Mount Lebanon? Yeah, close no, enough. Lebanon, okay. <laughs> I was close. Um, but she's from Pennsylvania and she is, you know, currently playing lacrosse at a very high level and she's a part of our KO17 lacrosse team. So I'm just excited to kind of dive in um, and get to know, you know, why she fell in love with the sport we all love. And uh, Lainey, thanks for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm excited. <laughs> awesome. Okay. So off to a good start. Always how we like to start our Dream On podcast. Um, something that you are thankful for today for a little context it is Thursday January 13th 2022 about 11 a.m um, so something that you are thankful for today in this moment um, well I'm really thankful to be doing this this is something that you know this is exciting to be on and like just being able to kind of talk about my past and stuff is something that I love doing so I'm excited to first off be on the podcast but second just, probably for my family and friends. Um, I have just such a great support system that has been getting me through every day, every single day, every year, um, 365, 24 seven. So I'm very thankful for today that I was able to talk to both of my parents uh, this morning, honestly, and um, we were just catching up and it's just something I'm really thankful for, so. I love that. The people around you are super important, right? Especially your support system. And I love that you said, 365 24 7 right always there for you awesome okay again I know it's 11 a.m but something that you are proud to say that you've accomplished today so far um I got up and there you go (laughs) I made my bed which is always you know that's always how I like to start my day is just 
you know, cleaning off my area, just picking up, um, eating a good breakfast is always important to me. And, you know, just waking up pretty early, it always just allows me to be productive and get stuff off my plate, which I'm a big, you know, check off the list type of girl. So it was mm-hmm. nice to get up early and kind of start my day like that. So that's awesome. You know, it's funny is we, uh, we did Sylvie's podcast the other day and she said the same thing. She said that she gets <laughs> up and wake, makes her bed every day. So we were talking about like, I do the same thing, right? Wake, wake up, make your bed. And it just kind of gets you off on a good foot, right? For like the, the rest of the day. And I also love that you said that you're a checklist girl. Um, so we, and like, we just kind of popped into this new year, right? New year, new goals, all that good stuff. Like everybody kind of gets into that, those new habits and everything. Um, do you have any new habits for, for 2022 that you have kind of added into your morning routine or your night routine or anything along those lines? Um, well, besides like the tasks and stuff, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it's taking vitamins. Like there's things off my list that I just like added in, which is cool. Like I wasn't really you know, taking vitamins or taking care of like, you know, you don't even realize how much vitamins actually are like important for your body. So I guess that's like a new habit that I've been trying to do is just like set reminders on my phone for like important things that I should be doing for my body. Um, Of course, like I'm an avid like water drinker, like that's like my number one drink of, you know, just every day. So besides like drinking water and taking vitamins, I mean, that's been kind of like my habit. I'm just trying to like get down is, you know, taking taking care of my body so oh that's awesome um I think that's really cool too because like those are things that you can you said it was like really really simple but you do that again 365 days a year you have no idea how much of an impact that's going to make on your like your health and your overall well-being so that's awesome (laughs) all right last but not least in our off to a good start something that you're pumped to go out and chase might be the rest of today could be the rest of this week or in the coming year what are you pumped to chase um this year is like a really important year for me because I'm gonna be chasing a lot of things all kind of at once I've I've had like a really great year kind of 2021 was a great wrap-up and then now going into 2022 I'm excited for lacrosse season I'm excited for you know just you know to make new memories with the team and you know myself included like you know carry on the academic side and just you know taking care of myself um you know I'm I'm just really excited for lacrosse season I had um surgery this past summer so you know I'm really just trying to chase like getting back into the groove of like just being in a sport and stuff and you know um lifting and just running you know it it, it takes a toll on your body but especially when you have something to chase and you know winning games is always you know, something we strive to do. So um, I'm really excited to strive, you know, that and, you know, an internship in the summer would be awesome. So I have a lot of things on my plate that I'm like really focused and taking a proactive role on. So I'm excited. That's awesome. I love, I love the idea of a proactive like approach to it too, right? A lot of times we, we get to the beginning of a time period, just like we are right now in the beginning of 2022. And we like list out all these goals, but the, the important thing is to be able to like chase after them. Right. So, um, super excited for you I know that um you guys start what it's the 13th you start on Monday right um with lacrosse so that's exciting and you're coming off of what you said was an injury from last season so I know that you're excited to just get back into the swing of things and you know be part of the team in that way right in a physical way and um you know do what you were like super excited to do last year so um I'm sure a lot of that hard work is is paying off and you're pumped to just go after this spring (laughs) 
<laughs> Love it. Um, okay, so we're playing at John Carroll University now, but what, when did you get introduced to the sport? Where did you grow up? Um, kind of like, how did it, how did it pop into your life? How did you find lacrosse? You know, and it, it's crazy to look back at, cause that was like freshman year and I'm just like, wow, I'm, I'm getting old, but my body's getting old, but, um, no. So freshman year of high school, you know, kind of going from eighth grade into high school, you know, it's a new chapter of your life. Um, I was pretty athletic in high school, but I never really did any sports that I like that had caught my eye. I did like track and field and I was like decent at that, but I had really never clicked with any other sport until freshman year when my two friends um, introduced me to field hockey and then, you know, later introduced me to lacrosse and thank God for them because I don't think I could have, you know, gone this far without them. Um, and they kind of showed me the ropes, which I'm really thankful for. And, you know, lacrosse, um, I, I was so blessed to be able to just like get into it because, you know, there have been people playing for since second grade or third grade or fourth grade, fifth grade. And I had picked up the freshman year type of stick. And I was like, oh no, because there are older people on the team that are bigger than you. There are people that are pushing more than you. And you're, you know, you're just kind of like that intimidated freshman. And you're like, oh, I could get cut from this team. And then, you know, I'd be sad for a couple of days and then, you know, I'd walk away. But there was something about lacrosse that I had to stick with, like that I had to get better at. I was doing all the camps and clinics I could do before preseason. So basically before the tryouts. And, you know, I worked really hard at, you know, just trying to even catch the ball and cradle because, you know, when you first pick it up, you have like no idea, like you look so awkward, just like even trying to hold it, like, you know, and you're wearing these goggles. It's just like, it's a different type of sport. You know what I mean? I was like, I've never heard of lacrosse. Like, you know, it's not like PA is like the biggest sport for lacrosse. I mean, now it is, it's, you know, it's growing, but you know, I was, I had no idea. And I did all these like camps and kind of, you know, clinics where we did like 77s and kind of just like slowly introducing the sport. So we would do stick skills before playing another team, another like high school. So that introduced me to the whole game. And then season started and, you know, I was on, you know, junior varsity and I fell in love with like my junior varsity coach and she was awesome. And we just had like such a fun time, a fun season. And because of that, I was like, all right, I'm in it. So I gave a hundred percent of just like always, always getting better. Like I could, you not, I was just like, you know, I know I started late, but what club team can I get on for, you know, Pittsburgh and, you know, what can I be a part of to just, you know, get into. And so that's how I kind of like came about the sport. I had like friends that introduced me and then I had people kind of helping me, which is really important mm -hmm. because kind of are clueless, but, um, you know, it was so nice to have that experience where people were kind of taking you under their wing and teaching you because, you know, it's nice to have people that care and are supporting you and like, yeah, this is a risk, like go ahead. There's been people that, you know, you might get cut, but take the risk. So that was kind of how I got introduced to lacrosse. That's awesome. And I think that's something that like a lot of um, people listening, like, like you said, yes, there are people who start when they're are two years old um, who pick up a stick then, but there are also people who start the same time you did, right? Going into high school and looking for something, I think that's really special, looking for something that clicked for you, always being an athlete, but there was nothing that really like you felt really completely drawn to until you found lacrosse. And um, I think that's what's special about this sport, right? Cause I, I felt the same too, even though mine was back in third grade, it was like, oh, wow, I really, really like this sport. I like other sports, but like, I really, really like this one. And I really like, 
just the same way as you did fell in love with like wanting to get better at it and wanting to play for a club team and um, I think it's also really special that you had coaches like you said and people around you that made your experiences in the beginning so fun and so enjoyable so that you did want to stick with it I think that's also you know something that you'll probably take into when you are coaching younger girls right as you go through life now you'll probably make sure that their experiences are just as fun so that they stick with it that's a really really cool like full circle kind of moment that's awesome I'm lucky for that very absolutely absolutely right and things you'll you'll cherish for sure um you mentioned that you um played other sports right a little bit of track and field you said uh, a little bit of field hockey your friends introduced you to as well as lacrosse so um, you know, playing other sports growing up, do you think that that helped you kind of become the lacrosse player that you um, were out on the field and are today, maybe the leader that you are, anything that you learned about sportsmanship, teamwork? Did you learn any of that from other sports that you took over into who you are as a lacrosse player? So, you know, track and field is a very independent sport. So you're with a team, but you usually compete alone. So, you know, it's kind of like a mental game. And that's kind of where I learned, like, you know, where the mental toughness comes in, just being consistent with those like daily hobbies, you know, growing and, you know, competing against myself and other people. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that taught me a lot, especially going into high school, where it's, you know, you have people that are bigger, taller, know more than you, you know, and better than at sports. And I knew I wasn't going to stay with track and field. I just, wasn't really like loving it and you know why would you play a sport that you're not loving (laughs) so um when I got into field hockey that team environment really clicked and that helped me a lot because you know you're with a team you're with people that are doing the same thing you do after school for an hour and the hot blazing sun is you know in the fall and you're just like okay you know but (laughs) it's you know, it teaches you so much. Like I learned, you know, how to be a good teammate. And I learned Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you're playing, when you're practicing, you have to be competitive. You have to, you know, you have to strive to get better. Like if you would just play down to everyone's level, you're not getting yourself better at any point. So, Mm -hmm. you know, playing field hockey, it was great to have that kind of, um, that start before lacrosse season, because it kind of was more of a, you know, everyone wants you to be good everyone wants that sort of challenge for one another everyone wants you to just you know practice your stick skills and same thing carried on with lacrosse too everyone is just everyone just has the same expectations so it's just you know I I think I've just learned how to be competitive not only with myself to want better you know whether it was speed or just stick skills with you know field hockey because it's it's a different sport it's something Mm -hmm. that you know not many people have heard of or even just played or know what it is but you know it just you know, it, it brings out that competitive with other people. And, you know, I'm, you know, it's, it's a great sport. It's just so different that like, right. I kind of loved, I loved every aspect of it because, you know, I, my back would kind of hurt after everything we did, <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you just learn how to be like a better, a better leader, you know, when to take, you know, and everyone's time for a leader, like comes into play, which is so important right. because sometimes there's, like times where you know teams kind of have to like be like oh like why is she a captain you know and there's always talk like that's how it is in high school and stuff and you know sometimes even in college but at every point in your you know athletic career there's there's somewhere where the leader is you you know you're Mm -hmm. gonna have to step up you're gonna have to tell people what to do and they might not like that but that's the reality of it. And it's important to learn that, especially before coming into, you know, a college sport. And and especially when you grow up too, you have to be assertive, you have to be, you know, you have to say these things because it, you know, it teaches you, 
you know, transferable skills in life. So, Absolutely. Um, you know, so it's, you know, those, those are really great sports that kind of help me both in different aspects, which is really, really cool. That's awesome. I really like that you said, um, you know, every, every athlete, every person throughout life is going to find some sort of spot where they're a leader. Right. And a lot of times, like it might be a place where you don't necessarily feel it coming on. It might be like a complete shock, but it is something that like, um, and it might be on a sports field, like you said, right. It might be on a field hockey field or on a lacrosse field. Uh, it might not be until you get into a workforce when you're older, it might be in a group project in school when you're in fifth grade, right? Like it's, it's literally could be anywhere, but no matter what throughout life, there's some sort of leadership. And I think that's a really cool quality that you took from playing other sports and kind of like diving into that team sport aspect with uh, field hockey and then taking it into lacrosse. Taking a quick little time out from our episode here to say a massive thank you for listening. Dream On started off as a way to have conversations with some of the people that I've been lucky to come in contact with and really dig deep into what makes them tick and how they've become so elite in their spaces. If you're enjoying these conversations as much as I have been, please consider rating us with a solid five stars and leave us a review. I love hearing all of your incredible thoughts on how we can continue to dream on together with these episodes. Oh, and subscribe if you're feeling cool. All right, let's get back to our guest. Once you kind of hopped in, right, you hopped in in ninth grade in high school, you started playing, you started loving it. When did recruiting start with for you? When did you end up finding John Carroll and realizing, you know, hey, maybe I can play in college. Maybe this is what I want to do. Yeah. So, okay. So the experience of, you know, coming in late was always intimidating. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you would play Long Island, you would play teams from New York and you'd be like, yeah there's no way I'm getting committed no way especially back then you know what I mean it was just like I have really nowhere nowhere seems right and you know I was a scared little freshman um club season kind of helped though because we had 14 15 people on the team so I was running constantly which honestly helped my stick skills was just being out on the field every game like we had two or three games um on the weekend maybe we played two on Saturday and one on Sunday, but it doesn't matter. I was just constantly running, constantly catching the ball, constantly shooting. And that helped me like that helped me so much. And, um, you know, I'm just, I, I like lacrosse is just such a sport where you get to learn so much by actually playing in it. So, um, you know, by playing that competitive level in the summer, um, recruiting kind of started, um, after my sophomore season um Mm -hmm. in that summer so kind of after club season had finished that junior year when everything kind of starts to go uphill and they always say in high school that junior year is kind of like the most stressful year which at at some points it is and some points it is and I had a great like junior year because I was like kind of just on track with everything and kind of knew where I wanted to play and a lot of um colleges have reached out like going from like d1 to d3 and it was kind of like a process because, you know, at that point you are in the driver's seat, like you kind of have to mature in that way and be like, okay, like I'm actually picking where I would like to attend college and wh- how do I communicate with coaches? What is the best approach, you know? And at that time, um, it was kind of just a self-guiding, like I kind of did it, like kind of process. Like I had my mom, my dad, anyone in my family was like in the backseat, but like me trying to talk to coaches and figure out when we could come up and go and like meet the team was really important for me because I have to like be able to like 
vibe with these people like these college athletes like I have to like hit it off with them like first and foremost and that's what kind of led me to John Carroll because not only was it just the lacrosse playing and like kind of the new program when I visited and the coaches and the players that were on the team is just like I fell in love with the school completely um and that's really special for me because you know some people don't get that and some people do and um you know, I think it was just the people that I met on, and it's, it's crazy too, because I went there for an overnight and the mm-hmm. reason that I kind of like stayed with the school and this might be like a very corny like story, but it was just, I walked in and some girl opened the door for me and she smiled and I was like, <laughs> I kind of love it here. And I know that that's kind of weird because it wasn't even like the, it wasn't even the like team. I haven't even met the team, but she just smiled at me and <laughs> I'm just like such a smiley person. And this was like before COVID that like I had to smile back and be like, oh, hello. I'm like, this is so <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, hello. Um, no, so, it, you know, and it's just, it takes that one kind experience to kind of mm-hmm. just open your doors and be like, okay, this is a sign. And not only loving, you know, like just the school and the atmosphere, you know, just the great academics behind it too. It's a small school in Cleveland, but it also has the best alumni connections and just the, you know, the people that graduate and then come back and tell their story is always amazing to hear. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm really lucky for even just, you know, that junior experience that I had with that one girl coming into the school and kind of not knowing like what a school should look like or kind of not knowing, you know, what the vibes are going to be like of college students because you know sometimes they barely come out of the rooms like who knows what it is and that (laughs) that one girl that just like opened the door and just smiled I just was like all right I found it I found my home it was just so nice so I'm lucky for that that's (laughs) really awesome um and it's really funny too because like I um was writing some notes about this episode and I was talking about how smiley of a person you were and that story literally you had never told me that story before but that story literally just kind of like put the exclamation point on my notes from this so um it it really is that one like kind of like moment right where you're just like okay I could I could see myself being really happy here and that could have been like like you said you were looking for just like a vibe and the people and the place that you wanted to be right and kind of like lacrosse fell into that and um you know being on the team fell into that and the coaches and and the academics and the alumni experience fell into that as well but like the one moment where you were like wow okay she seems really happy. I, I think I could find myself really happy here too. Like, I think that's a really special thing. And I think everyone kind of has their little moment like that in the recruiting process. Um, and it's all so different, right? Like yours is much different than mine and it's still so special. Um, so I think that's, that's a really, that's a really funny story though, because I literally wrote smiley about Lainey and you're like, yeah, smile is why I went to college here. So <laughs> I just can't believe that that was just how that happened, but <laughs> that's life for you. <laughs> yeah. I think the one thing I looked for in a school was just being able to like see myself going there. Cause obviously mm-hmm. like it was important for me to not only get along with like the team and like the coaches and everything about like the you know, um, the cross side, the physical aspect of like picking a school for getting recruited and, you know, making sure that process is handled. But also just like, if I wasn't playing the cross, like would I love it here? And that's what I wanted to carry throughout. Like, I think some people forget like that there's right. a lot that goes into like the recruiting process. Like there's going to be times where you're not playing. There's going to be times where you like, you know, unfortunately, like I had to get surgery and that's not like obviously mm-hmm. what I wanted at all. And you know, there's times where we kind of fall into that hardship, but like, it's like, 
what makes us get out of that and is it like mm-hmm. the school is it the people that you have met thus far like it's a lot of factors that play into just more than a school and that's what mm-hmm. like I try to keep in mind is that you know after you know my four years are done after the best four years you know where do I see myself going and like mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I pick a school that you know kind of resembles my four years and carries that on to you know a professional career which is important so Absolutely. And I think that's a really mature way to look at a recruiting process too. Like obviously now that you're a junior now, like you can look back at it and kind of say, yeah, but like it's, you could tell that you were looking for something, you know, even as a junior in high school, you were looking for something that was not only going to make your four years at college, like amazing, but you said something about the alumni experience, right? Like you knew that people who had gone there come back and tell their stories that um, they're always positive. They're always something that like kind of inspired you. Like that's a really important piece too, right? Those are people that actually lived through what you would probably go and live through, right? When you're a high schooler looking to go to that school. So I think that's a cool little piece to, if we have any listeners out there, a lot of our listeners are looking for advice on recruiting, right? Whether they're parents or players, mm-hmm. it's a really cool piece to look towards, right? Yeah. If you know anybody who went to school or can reach out to any alumni, like their stories can really kind of help you um, see yourself there if you can't possibly get there. People say about your school too so right you, know, you want you want you want good good things to come absolutely you want those good reviews right we are all about yeah, good, good reviews, reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so um now that you're there right you're a junior and we're about to hop into your junior season um literally like in like three days which is super exciting i know it's a really exciting time um talk about like your journey so far i know we had some injury last year last couple years have been a little bit tough with COVID and everything so um what have been some of the highs what have been some of the lows and what are you kind of like looking forward to in this spring season of 2022 yeah of course so you know with you know going to a college you're not always going to have the best times of your life you know it's going to be high and lows you know whether it's academically or um playing lacrosse or any sport that you are playing in um college at the college level and some of my highs I think were definitely last season I was truly, I was grateful because we had, you know, such a great team. It was such a big team too. And sometimes that's just kind of the best because it's never quiet. And sometimes that can be kind of a bad thing for the coach, but it was kind of a good thing for us because we were just always like talking to each other, just always had that team chemistry that allowed us to carry that on the field, which is really, really important. So that led us to be able to win our conference you know, our whole conference, like we went 16 and one. So we only lost wow. one game and we were beating teams by like 10, 11, 12 points. And so I think we were really proud of ourselves too, because we were like on a high of just like, okay, here we go, here we go. And it was just awesome too, because, um, you know, it's a D3 school, it's awesome. And, you know, um, they hadn't had that experience before. The coach had never put, been put in that experience. And I think that that not only shaped um, my coach, but that shaped all of us because now we had mm-hmm. to kind of put on our, actual gear and now play like NCAAs which you know is very I mean it's crazy from going D1 to you know D3 they're so competitive you know the teams are ready to win and unfortunately we lost to University of Chicago um but you know just being there and being able to travel to um Chicago we went there and we played a team from Wisconsin and then we traveled to Virginia and played at Washington and Lee and those were just two of the craziest 
craziest experiences because you kind of get to see the teams and then you say like oh good luck like good luck <laughs> you know what I mean and it's like you could be playing them like the next week when you'd have to drive back to Cleveland and then you know back to wherever the next place was it I don't know it was just so being able to you know travel and have such a good season was something that you know you can never really get back and mm -hmm. that's just so important because you know like you said COVID has really shifted a lot of my you know, college experience. Like I, you know, missed out. I played six games my freshman year and it was so, it was cut so short. I was like, now what do I do? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so all I could do was like train for next season and then fall semester, we didn't go back. And then, you know, so it, you know, it kind of just leads into the lows, but that, you know, they kind of work towards their highs, you know? Um, mm -hmm. and it, you know, it's losing in the sweet 16 was definitely a, a low too, because, you know, it's just the last game with your team. And it's just a lot right. of emotions, a lot of feelings. And we were kind of like accepting our like little NCAA trophies. And we were like, well, this is really sad. And we all were just kind of like emotional, but on the bus, we were back to like singing songs. So like everyone was doing like karaoke and playing. <laughs> so honestly, like it was just such a fun experience this past season. Um, that unfortunately led me to like get an overused injury in my knee. Mm -hmm. So it's called an MPFL reconstruction surgery. So it's basically when your kneecap moves out of the pocket too much that the ligaments get the ligaments around your kneecap get damaged. So they go in and repair it. Um, and injuries during the, you know, during college are just, they, they hit different. I, I've mm -hmm. never really, I've always taken like such good care of my body. I'm a stretcher. I'm a water drinker. I'm a now vitamin person. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm getting back on my you know, body care, but no, truthfully, I think that, you know, it, it really does damage, um, you know, a person in that aspect because you're just not playing, you know, and, and that's, what's upsetting is because you came there to play. So missing mm -hmm. fall ball is, you know, unfortunate, but you know, my, you know, I have my, I just hit my like six months and December so and we're coming up on seven months in January so you know I'll be kind of fully back which is exciting so but you know I don't look at it as a low I can't look at it right. as a low because it's in the it's in the past like and it, like injuries have taught me yeah I mean it's gonna be hard there are gonna be days you know after surgery I like couldn't get up and I just was like all right I'll just stay here for you know for <laughs> 72 hours and, and it turned into that that lazy pattern which I'm not I'm a go 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 person so you know it's tough to kind of train your mind to go backwards and especially relearning right. how to just take steps how to run again was so interesting because it's like how, how do you forget how to run how, do, how does your body forget you know what I mean right. but I don't I can't look at it as a low anymore I'm really happy that it's now a high point for me I'm mm -hmm. happy that you know I am walking again I am being able to run I am going to pick up my stick on Monday and you know play again like I, I'm gonna have that experience so you know you know college experiences are different, but you have to look at everything that you're given and just take it for, you can't take it for granted. You have to be thankful for, you know, there's a reason that everything happens. I like to believe in, um, especially when you celebrate, you know, all the little things and all the high things that have happened in, a, you know, three years of my, you know, college, which is crazy to say, you know, I'm, I'm right. Pretty crazy. You know, yeah, exactly. It's very interesting talking about it now. And, um, you know, just to, persevere those things is really really important and that's what you learn at college you know how to persevere mm -hmm. finals how to persevere an injury how to persevere losing and winning you know what I mean right there's different things that you learn from that so it's really important I think 
the best thing that I just learned from all of that that you were talking about is that the highs lead to the lows and the lows lead to the highs, right? And there's like that that cycle of it, but no matter what throughout everything, like the lows always circle back to the highs. There's always gonna be a high point um, and something to look forward to, something to work towards, right? Even if you feel at your lowest low and um, like you just explained one of probably the hardest injuries of your life, right? As now a high point, which I'm sure seven months ago you probably yeah it wasn't right so and I think that that's something that's really um you know incredible of you to be able to say and you to be able to kind of work through um something you should be really really proud of because like you said injuries definitely aren't easy um but they do teach you about how strong you are um so I'm excited for you I'm really pumped to see what you do this upcoming spring um (laughs) I know you're excited <laughs> I, mean, I literally cannot contain my excitement right now. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so it's one thing that I love to talk about because I've had a lot of guests on this podcast from who played college at all different schools, mm-hmm. um, which I think is something really special about the lacrosse world, um, right? Like, like you mentioned before, like in the NCAA tournament, you'd walk past girls and you'd say, "Oh, good luck!" Like, "Hi, nice to meet you!" Like, "I'm Lainey." All these things, right? That's my life now. Um, and all these women played at different schools um, and now they're my friends and um, they used to be my rivals. So I think that um, it's a really special thing. It's kind of a unique thing in the lacrosse world. And um, something I always talk about on or ask my guests about on this podcast is like, since I was never inside the John Carroll locker room, what are some of like your unique traditions or game day things or rituals or locker room celebrations? What is something specific to John Carroll that like you think like when you're in it hey this this is a moment I will never forget yeah um yeah yeah it's crazy to believe that I only have like two more seasons left so I'm like (laughs) tearing up talking about it but no I think the one thing that drew me in was definitely our locker room talks um a lot of you know a lot of good a lot of you know bad things um sometimes happen when practices don't go the right way when coach is upset um there's just things that you know the locker room kind of helps mediate that um, mm-hmm. so whether it's at home games, home games, and we're, you know, we're dancing, um, to Calabria, we do like dance moves and everyone has a dance move and you copy the dance move. And it's just, it's just so much fun. It's just like a John Carroll experience for women's across. Right. So it kind of just also helps us get like loose before the games because everyone's like, so in their heads about, you know, starting and like, you know, just, you know, there's a lot of things to think before a game and so you just kind of want to get it all out and just be like all right I'm lucky to be here I'm ready to play this game no matter how long I'm playing for um no matter what I'm in the locker room I'm dancing with my best friends we're all doing our our hairs together like we're all taking mm-hmm. pictures and like our our locker room is not big but we are so close together that everyone's like hearing everyone's conversation so we're all like right. jumping in and like screaming at each other so it definitely <laughs> helps like it just definitely helps our nerves honestly so it's just you know we all like dance with each other do our hair and just like we're excited and then you know we get you know our coach to come in and kind of just like pump us up even more and it's just you know it's just Kylie you have to be in there with us (laughs) (laughs) right I know it's just one of those things you like it's hard to explain right and that like it almost sounds like Mm -hmm. um it almost sounds like something like, oh yeah, I've done that before with my team, but like, it's just not right. It's just not the same um, because it's your team. It's your locker room. It's your, like, you know, like you said, I think something that's really special that you said, right. A, a question that I get a lot from younger players is like, how do you 
make sure that you don't psych yourself out before a game, right? Like yeah, there's so many nerves, there's so much pressure, there's so many little questions going on in your own head. Um, and then there's obviously just the pressure of winning the game as a team. So like, how do you make sure that that's all not getting to you right before you step on the field? And something I always talk about is making sure that your energy is spread to the people around you. And that's exactly what you just, what you just described, right? Like popping into each other's conversations and copying each other's dance moves and making sure that you're all on the same page of like, Hey, we're all nervous about something personally, whatever it might be, might be different from the person to the left or the right of you, but like, we're all in this together. Let's go through it together kind of thing without having to say that, um, I think is, yeah, so, so important. And it's such a mark of like a good successful, but also just like happy team. Right. Um, and I think that's, Really cool. Really cool that you just described that in some of your like game day traditions. Um, okay, so what are some of your personal and team goals for 2022 as we come up on first day preseason on Monday? Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, no, <laughs> personal goal is, you know, just to keep working hard um, kind of off the field. I have a lot of still recovery to go. I'm not 100% yet, but, um, you know, just making sure that I take care of myself and, you know, keep working hard like you know, off the field. So whether it's doing Mm -hmm. wall ball or running more, or just like, you know, keep talking to myself, training my mind to get better. I'm a pretty avid reader when it comes to like motivational books, like how to, um, there's this one book that I just read. It's, um, how to train a champion's mind. And Mm -hmm. it's just a great book. And it it just kind of just helps you kind of get in the zone. Um, but kind of, you know, in an off setting, like not near the field, Mm -hmm. kind of like training your brain, otherwise so I hope to just like my personal goal is just to keep like working hard be better than last season like you know always strive for you know a better leaning leaning lacrosse person you know always right. just better leaning lacrosse athlete you know just to have a better season for myself whether you know it, it being just assists or you know just being able to run back and up and down the field you know that's about 100 yards gets 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 the knock the win that down you get so it's just <laughs> no. my personal goal is obviously just to make sure that I'm working hard and coming off surgery just definitely keep in like a happy mental space as well um awesome mm-hmm. my team goals would definitely be you know to keep you know we lost a lot of talent unfortunately like last season it was just like one of the best seasons that it's kind of you know a rebuilding season just with like team chemistry you know and it, it's got to be from like the freshmen to the sophomores to the juniors to the seniors and then all the way back down and mm-hmm. you have to remember too like when you're playing like it is all just like you know you're all teammates at the end of the, at, at the end of the day and you just want to have each other's back so just being like such a supportive teammate is just so important like I know I needed this, like on a bad day, a bad practice to someone just saying like, Lena, you got to keep pushing through. Like that helped me. You have no idea how I, how much mm-hmm. I did that, you know, probably on the brink of like crying at some point. So honestly, just hearing someone just say that you, like, people don't understand like how far words go, just like my interaction mm-hmm. with John Carroll, like a smile went so much far, further for me. And same mm-hmm. thing with like lacrosse. It's just, you know, our, you know, a team goal is, you know, just build that chemistry. So we all like lean on each other. It's just so important when you're, you know, winning, you're losing, you have to, you have to be with each other and you have to, you know, have that growth with each other. It's not always going to be a smooth sailing. So um, definitely just, you know, have a good season, be there for As each a other. Team. Yeah. And of course there's right. always, we want to win OACs again. We want to go to back to the NCAAs and kind of prove everyone wrong again, but you know, we got to do. So that'll be fun. Those are our That's goals. exciting. That's, those are some of the, 
the best kind of things to work through as a team, right? Is like building all of that together. Um, Cause then it makes it so much sweeter. Like you said, proving people wrong at the end of the season. Um, so that's awesome. I'm excited. Again, I'm excited. I'm excited to follow. I'm, I can't wait. Yeah. I'm a John yeah. Carroll fan now. Um, yeah. cool. And I can't wait. <laughs> hey guys, Kylie here. A short break from our conversation to remind you to check in on our social channels. You can find little snippets from our episodes on Instagram at at dream.on underscore pod. And if you're a lacrosse stud looking for a unique way to train and develop into the best version of yourself, like our guest here most definitely has, check out the KO17 Lacrosse app in the App Store. That's KO17 Lacrosse. And at D-R-E-A-M period O-N underscore P-O-D on Instagram. Come join the fam and we can keep dreaming on together. Okay, enough of that. We back. I think we only have, what'd you say, two more seasons left. I'm sorry. I know I keep throwing that dagger in there. Um, <laughs> don't cry on me. But when you graduate, yes. what do you hope to have accomplished? What do you hope to have left John Carroll with or um, be able to look back on your you know, experience there um, having said that you're super proud of yourself. Yeah, when I graduate John Carroll, I just kind of want to step away from, you know, the field and kind of just leave my mark and just like mm-hmm. be proud of just like a great four seasons and have, you know, a really good legacy um, there. You know, it's important for, you know, my time kind of went quick, I feel like just because of COVID, but um, just to kind of, you know, leave that impact of just, you know, people, you know, there's just little things at, at a different mm-hmm. smaller school that like, you know, we have like a player of the week and like I was a player of the week and it's it just like those little things I'll never forget. And those are just like really happy times for me. So I just really hope that like all those accomplishments that I know them myself, like, cause I'm harder on myself than obviously like, you know, you have your supporters that are telling you you're like, you're amazing, but like you're your own person and mm-hmm. you have to like kind of be like okay reality check I'm not the most amazing person <laughs> so you know I just you know when I graduate John Carroll I want to hope that you know I left a good impact on the team you know and that mm-hmm. I you know I spread like you know my love and kindness and just great athleticism like it's really important that you know everyone saw that and you know the people that you've been playing with know that and you know just kind of you know, you, you talk to your teammates too off the field and, you know, they tell you things that like, they're proud of you. And I, those things I just like, never want to forget coming off right. the job trail. So those are really important for me. Awesome. Not even the big things, the little things that matter. That's most of life. So that's, that's really great. <laughs> All right. So talking about, we kind of like talked about this a little bit, but um, who is Lainey off the field? hobbies like things you feel like you just like couldn't live without some of your aspirations in life like who are you off the lacrosse field of course well Lainey couldn't be Lainey with probably out with probably not eating pickles like my favorite food is what (laughs) I'm just like always like you should I wish I could show you my room right now but it has pickles everything I'm just a big pickle eater I love it so much I don't know if it's just like Heinz had brought me I don't know if you know I asked my mom if she was like when she was pregnant with me if she ate pickles and she was like no and I'm like okay there's something really wrong with me I guess then because I love pickles but besides pickles um Lainey is man who is Lainey (laughs) 
a hard question, right? Yeah. It's probably it the most simple question, but one of the yeah. hardest ones to answer. Um, probably laying off the field though is, you know, a person that's, you know, is really driven and just wants to make people happy. Like I just love being with people. Like I love hanging mm-hmm. out with people. I love meeting new people. I love having conversations. I'm just such an avid social person that like, I really have steered away with like phones and like trying to talk to people on social media that I've been just so like, and I think just COVID t- kind of taught yeah. me not to build relationships, like not on social media. <laughs> so I like kind of just recently um, have just like steered away from that. But I've, you know, I think that like, um, I don't know. I just love hanging out with people like recruits that come to visit like sign me up like I am ready to talk about John Carroll and like everything <laughs> about it like I don't know but I also just love traveling that's something that I really do miss is like you know with COVID and everything but you know I I love going you know I'm I'm 50% Greek and I went to Greece with my whole family and that was just such an unforgettable unforgettable experience that I told myself in the next five years I got to go back like I have mm. to go and travel and just and I don't know if that could even mean like with my job, like that would be amazing right. if I could, you know, I just kind of changed my major in the last year to, from like business to kind of sports, because I was like, I'm not ready to move on from sports. I told myself, I was like, there are so many things in my life that I just couldn't do without sports. Like, and right. there's so many skills that I've learned from sports that will take me into a professional career. And I might not know what, and that's okay. Like, People are just not going to know what they're going to do. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. You're going to graduate. And like, honestly, it's okay. Everyone ends up with the same degree. I kind of told myself, I was like, it's okay that I don't know. Like, it's okay. Yeah. You know, I'm it just like, in the process of just trying to figure it out. And I know that I'm a hard worker and that I will put anything, my like anything to my mind. So mm-hmm. um, it's just really important for me to, you know, stay with that and just let things happen naturally. So I kind of like taught myself, you know, that, but yeah. Lainey loves to travel, eat pickles, and have fun. So <laughs> I love it. <laughs> there you go. Quick little sentence. That's the new Instagram bio right there. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. The pickle thing is cracking me up. Um, what do you have like pickle like stuffed animals in your room? That's what you meant by okay, in your room? No. Like, okay, no. <laughs> uh, or like no. actual jars of pickles. <laughs> no. I think just at every meal um every meal I just have to have a pickle so really yeah and then I have I have dill pickle um Lay's chips in my oh okay that's what you were talking about in your room I thought it was like decorated with pickles (laughs) uh that that's a little extreme no I'm just I am not no um Oh my goodness. That's hilarious. Um, (laughs) Hey, everyone has their thing, right? That's why we ask. And I think something that, you know, we laugh about it, but it is something that kind of tied into your answer there. It was like, you're not ready to give up sports because it takes up such a big part of your life and who you are. And that's not necessarily a bad thing, but it is so funny because you ask any person involved in sports, like, Hey, who are you without sports? It's like, Oh, I'm not really sure. Hold on. Like, you know, and it's, it is important to find those little things that do make you who you are. Um, but it also is such a cool, unique thing. Cause there is only a percentage of people in the world that can say that they're so invested in sports or in a sport that it takes up so much of their life. Right. And it's kind of like a special little, um, little role that we end up playing in, in the world. Um, so I love that. And I love that you have aspirations to do whatever it is. 
yeah. um, that you want to do. And I also think it's really important advice that you said that if you graduate and you still don't know what you want to do, you are probably like 97% of the population. So exactly. it, like, it's really, it's really, yeah. really okay. <laughs> like I go to dentist appointments and they're like, I don't even, the dentist, while he's like drilling my teeth, he's like, I still don't even know what I'm doing. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> that doesn't make me feel safe, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it happens though. Like people that are older, like just sometimes True. don't know too. So it's, you know, there's a lot of pressure obviously from college and you know, that you have to have everything figured out. But honestly, I think the best advice that I can give is just, you know, take your time with the process, like enjoy the four years that you have, because as someone who has gone, and I know that a lot of speaking, you know, into the future and, you know, looking at current grades who are still experiencing COVID, I mean, it's just such a sad thing, but just like to remember all the good times that you have, because, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to grow up and graduate and then you're going to look for a career and you're going to, you know. <laughs> you're gonna miss it so it's and yeah life goes on right and that's exactly. the that's the crazy part that's mm -hmm. awesome good for you okay so talking a little bit on inspire on the inspirational side of things that's going to be our last little segment here before we get into a question from ko17 lacrosse um but we always like to talk about like some of the people who have an impact on our lives um mm -hmm. and then the way that we impact others so um first and foremost from someone, you know, special in your life, might've been parent or coach or a mentor, um, friend, peer, whatever, whatever it might've been. Um, what is one piece of advice or something that you might've taken as inspiration into your own life from that person? Of course. Um, so luckily when um, I was done with my freshman year, I got moved up to varsity, which was, you know, a big responsibility that I had to put on myself. Um, but my coach kind of pulled me aside, which was, you know, Kind of like a scary moment because it's like you're coming into their office and kind of like you don't know if you're going to get yelled at or raised at um but she told me she was like you miss a hundred percent of shots you don't take and that quote has just hit me just in so many directions because you know confidence is key in the cross like you always just want to you know you know just have that it's better to play with confidence than you know be scared or you know scared to take risks and i think that the most important thing that i've learned is just like to take action in any opportunity that you get, you know, and it, it comes with like being assertive, it comes with just meeting people and just like introducing yourself, giving your name is so important. When I was mm -hmm. talking to coaches, I was like, I'm Lainey Donaldson. I'm from Pittsburgh. I love pickles. No, I didn't say that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I, would, I would just try to like be as, you know, rememberable as I could be because it was important that like they knew that I took action and at least, you know, try to get my name out there and just was, you know, trying to seem like, you know, or just trying to show that I, you know, I'm a person and like, I'm an athlete mm -hmm. and I love playing lacrosse and I'll come play lacrosse for you. And so, you know, and you just can't succeed until you try and give a hundred percent and just, you right. know, it's just so important too. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So, and that goes with lacrosse. It's like, you got to shoot, you know, shoot. Shoot or you shoot. Yeah. Shoot your shot. You got to bully. Yeah. Shoot. You have to shoot. So that's you know, awesome. Yeah. So that's been I, one. I like that. And I like that it came from someone who is like kind of in the beginning of your lacrosse career, right? And it's stuck with you all the way through. And mm -hmm. um, it's also something that you've taken both on and off the lacrosse field, which a lot of times is how that kind of correlates. And mm -hmm. that's, that's really awesome. And I think, you know, on the other, on the flip side of that question, if someone was maybe, you know, looking at your social media or someone you met and you opened the door for in a random place or, you know, someone who's one of your friends or someone that you have, you know, kind of connected with, what is one piece of inspiration that you hope that that person takes from you? Hmm. Probably just 
to never give up and like keep mm-hmm. working to be a better you. I always tell myself, I tell myself in this interviews and anything that I do in my life is like give a hundred percent all the time. And it comes just with, you know, being in class, um, being on the lacrosse field, you know, you, you practice how you play. Um, there are just so many things in my life where I look at it and I'm like, I have to give a hundred percent and, you know, you know, do the best that I can do. So, you know, and that, not, that might be like a little cheesy saying like, oh, of course I give a hundred percent, but like, truthfully, it's like, you know, if you did the best you could, that's all there is. You know what I mean? Right. As long as you gave a hundred percent you played with heart and, you know, it, that's, that's what's memorable. And I think that, you know, that would be something that I would give advice to anyone out there is just, you know, you know, always play with your heart and, you know, give a hundred percent. So you know, strive it. for a better you, you know? Yeah. Strive for a better you. And if you give anything less than a hundred percent, you're going to regret it. Right. And if you can just, like you said, that's all that really matters. If you know, at the end of the day, that was my best version of myself and you can pat yourself on the back. And um, I love that. And we're also going to take some smiles from you too, because that was such a crazy little, uh, little story about all those smiles, but um, okay. We have one question from KO 17 lacrosse before we get into our quick finishes here um and then we're all done which is crazy um (laughs) but what is one of our one of our KO17 family members asked what was it like working for KO17 lacrosse as an intern yeah um well it's been amazing I've had you know I started in September and I'm so glad that I did because it gave me something where I could kind of think out of the box which is really Mm -hmm. important for me because I love you like using my creative side. I love using, you know, I've been, we've been using Canva for a lot of things that we create. It's just like such a great tool to help, you know, KO17 make the experience so much better when it's interactive and it has fun colors. Like there is just so many things that you don't even think of, of trying to gain, you know, you know, new pro, like, you know, new club teams and all all that stuff that goes into play. And, um, you know, just formulating like new ideas and, you know, just being able to like work with you. And I, I, you know, we have such a great team too, that I think everyone puts in so much hard work that it just makes it desirable to, you know, just work hard and like, make sure that everything looks good. And just Mm -hmm. like, honestly, I think it's just following you that has been kind of shaping my like lacrosse experience. You know, I grew, you know, I, I didn't have a ton of experience, but I followed all of, you know, all of lacrosse stars from, you know, Taylor Cummings to you to, you know, whoever's playing Jamie Ortega, like, you know, there's so many people in the lacrosse world that are just like getting better and, you know, great people too, that, you know, have really shaped my experience. And so when I did this like internship, it not only helped me kind of realize that this is what I love doing and like helping and like noticing how good of people they are outside of lacrosse. So that's been, you know, crazy experience that, you know, I, you know, I've only been doing it for, from September to January and I'm going to continue for, you know, the rest of the year, but you know, it's just, you know, it's been a great experience and opportunity to work with not only you, but just be able to you know, formulate new ideas and come up with blog posts and, you know, hear people speak is so important and awesome. It's, it's very, it's very awesome. Oh, well, thank you. We appreciate um, all of that. And I appreciate all those kind words. Um, I think it's, I think it's one of the main things that we try to do, right. Is like, I, I actually talk about it even just like on the lacrosse field at, at our clinics and stuff with our girls. It's like, it's so important to just make sure you tap into your creativity. Right. And I think that 
um, that goes for, yes, business. It goes for, you know, honestly, anything that you do. Um, so I'm excited to hear that you are enjoying it because we absolutely enjoy having you a part of the team. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. You ready for some quick finishes? Because yeah. I'm excited about this now that we know about your pickle obsession. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it's just some fun little um, kind of rapid fire questions to end out. We always like to end on a fun note. Um, so let's, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Bring it on. Okay. <laughs> All time favorite movie. Um, I just saw the new Spider-Man movie and I'm, I'm in love. That was one of my favorite movies I think of all time. I just love Really? Yes. Okay. Do you love all the other Marvel movies or just, no, just Spider-Man? I'm not even a Marvel fan. <laughs> I just recently got into Spider-Man and then I watched all of them. And then like me and my boyfriend saw it last night and I was like, all right, I love Marvel apparently. Uh, <laughs> I love it all. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I love Harry Potter too. So that's why I like, mm. I don't know. So yes. Okay. Love was- it. Okay. <laughs> I saw it last week too, so that's why I was asking. Okay. Um, go to karaoke song. <laughs> um, probably since you've been gone. Just yeah. Ooh, I, Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> it's a good one to belt out. You always go for like a belt out song on karaoke yeah, song, right? <laughs> okay, what's who's one of your favorite athletes to follow for inspiration? Um. A lot of what I've read is probably Kobe Bryant, who wears the number 24. He used to, and um, I wear the number 24. Anyone who wears 24 in any sport, I follow along. I don't know why. Mm. It's just something that it, the number 24 just kind of changed my life. It made me a better lacrosse player in my four, you know, four years in high school. You know, as soon as I got that number, I felt more confident. And ever since then, I was, you know, following Kobe Bryant, and he just is such a motivational person. He has such great quotes, good books. Um, the Mamba mentality is, you know, something that I take into, take into heart, and um, yeah, he's probably one of, you know, my favorite athletes to, you know, still follow. And Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay, where is, you said you like to travel, where was the favorite, your favorite place that you've traveled to? Um, probably Greece. I stopped in Paris mm-hmm. for a couple like literally a half an hour and that was awesome to even just <laughs> the Paris airport because it's huge but Greece um you know there's nothing like Athens and um the beaches there are just absolutely beautiful so definitely. on my bucket list for sure oh <laughs> has to be <laughs> pizza or tacos pizza okay love it <laughs> all right what's one thing on your bucket list oh um I think it would be really cool to skydive. I don't know though. I, I I don't know. Just jumping out of a plane sounds just so dangerous. And like I don't know <laughs> how secure I would be. Like I would just be like overthinking the entire time. But I know I would have such a fun experience to do it at like a crazy place. Like I think it'd be so cool to do it in Hawaii or somewhere like very tropical where it's like awesome. You know, that would be awesome mm-hmm. too. So <laughs> I like that with the scenery, right? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mountains or beaches, now that we're on the topic it's got to be both I'm such a person because I love I was able to experience I love like national parks I'm like such a big like hiker got to be outside in the woods and I went to Yosemite changed give me a gave me a 360 and then but I can do the beach every other day like so it's really hard because I can't stay because I they're all they're so beautiful in there but I don't know yes in their own way right both (laughs) both that's final answer okay (laughs) 
All right, last one. What is uh, one band or artist that you'd want to see in concert right now? Um, it's got to be the weekend. I was going to see him for my birthday that's next week or in like a, two weeks, I guess. It's on the 25th. And he was going to come like right before. It was going to be this big birthday present. Um, and he decided to cancel. So I think oh, that's nice. what I would tell you <laughs> the weekend. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, but happy okay. early birthday on the pod. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. We might have to drop this episode on your birthday. Um, <laughs> but I, that can that is the end of our notes here for today. But I just wanted to say thank you for one coming on and doing your first ever podcast. How was it? Did we did Great. we crush it? Because I I think yes. we crushed it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Good. They're more fun than you think, right? Yeah. I was nervous, but I'm doing good. Absolutely crushed it. Um, but also for, you know, all the hard work you put into KO17 Lacrosse and um, all of our ideas and everything that we kind of work on together. Um, it's been really awesome getting to know you and getting to watch you kind of grow through that process. And I'm just really excited to watch you, you know, crush it this this spring and see all your, your dreams for our back on the field come into life. But um, thank you for coming on and sharing some wisdoms for our listeners. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Of course. All right, everybody. That's another Dream On episode. We will see you next time.